We've all had our different experiences with love. Maybe some of you have never experienced it before. Maybe some of you have experienced it and you enjoy its company. Maybe some of you have experienced it and been hurt by it. Well, no matter what, you're going to enjoy this podcast because it talks about the various ideas and different ways we feel about love. Oh, and my guest revealed some insane secrets that he's never done before. Welcome to Off Air with K. Today, I'm excited to introduce a wonderful guest to you. He's a friend. He's a brother. He's a he's a person I look up to, and he's a person I love immensely. And I thought, who more than him to have as my first guest on the podcast? Uh, and more than that, he's pretty hilarious. Please welcome to Off Air with K. None other than R J Prithvi. All right, is this is this on? Is this working? Yes. Good. Hello, it is working. We'll figure it out. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome to episode two of Off Air with K with special guest. <laughs> Too many people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Almost three. Do you know you're fir- you're my first guest on the podcast? It's very very honored. Congratulations on your wise decision. Thank you. Off on getting me. <laughs> And two on starting your own podcast. <laughs> Thank you. That is Prithvi. Off um, here with K. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Prith- Prithvi is known as RJ Prithvi. He does um, Mad Mornings on Fever One Zero Four FM in Bangalore. He's also been on Big Boss uh, season. Which one is that? Season? Because yeah. Uh, season. Big Boss season seven, Canada. Season okay. seven. It was it was on uh, Colors Canada. Super. And he does a lot of stuff online and things like that. But today we get to see the guy behind of all of that. Mm-hmm. So Prithvi, let's start with this. Does love exist? Don't answer that yet. <laughs> tease, 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 tease. <laughs> so, okay. Do you believe in love? Definitely, yes. Hmm? Totally. Have you always believed in love? Or has your belief of love changed? I have always believed in love. You Unless you're confusing love to relationships. Ah, interesting. So, yeah. what does love mean to you? So many things, different kinds of love. The way I love my dad is different. The way I love my sister, way I love my ex-wife. Mm. By the um, way, for everybody, girlfriend. you you've been through. Uh, I mean, just many marriages, many. Untara, it's like a hobby. <laughs> so you've been through two marriages. Two marriages. Yeah. Are you currently seeing someone? We will not discuss yet, and we'll see if you want to disclose that. It's up to you. She's uh, nice. She's a campaigns. <laughs> Huh. Okay, <laughs> but um, what does love mean to you? So I'll tell you my first love with my first girlfriend. Her name was Betsy, and that's the woman I eventually married. married. Okay, that's my first wife was my first wife. Mm. It was different. Uh, you were a very different person back then. The way you believed in love was completely different. Right? Yeah, and also I was way a lot uglier. <laughs> I know I've seen pictures. I, I think I've done <laughs> I've seen pretty pictures. good. <laughs> I've done myself well. I mean, over the course yeah, you of time. definitely have heart used to pound. Thinking of her, mm-hmm. mm, very typical, very rosy. Always in a great mood. You want to meet her. You thirst to meet her. Mm. Speak with her. Spend time with her. Mm. That's one kind of love. I I loved my dog Cindy. Mm-hmm. For me, it is so many things. Lot of affection. I'm a basically a very affectionate person. You are. You definitely are. It's all a result of love. It's emanating from a very good place, and it's all love. Mm. What changed in the first? relationship with Betsy I couldn't um, deal with her addiction to some substance oh okay substance addiction so I couldn't deal with it uh, beyond a point 
First of all, I didn't want to get married. Hmm. Then why did you get married? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Not once, twice. <laughs> But that was the age. You're addicted you, to getting married. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that was another addiction. <laughs> See, you should understand my my roots, my upbringing. It's a very typical South Indian upbringing, hmm. where it's all a process. Twenty-seven, twenty-six, you get married. You're twenty-eight, twenty-nine, have a kid. Nobody hmm. questions it. Right. Neither did I. So I just got married. In fact, I was almost pressurized to get married to her. So I didn't want to get married. What to her. incentive I, was given to you that you were like, "Oh, I have to get married"? I mean, no incentive ever. What incentive given to anyone in this world? Yeah. Ever? Of course, there are people in India who like say that you get X property, oh, like yeah, X amount no, of gold. No, no, I mean, no. It was just her, her mother. In fact. <laughs> Pressurized. He said, "Please marry my daughter." No, he said, "Prithvi Sako, how long you guys are going around? Enough now, marry her. I'm going to give you a ring. Just put it in your finger." I said, "Okay, okay, auntie. Yeah, all right, okay, we'll do it." I was not prepared at all. So, Beth- Betsy was your first better half. First, yeah, first ever. I mean, she was the first person I kissed. Mm. Oh, that's first big. person I got physically intimate with. Wow. Do you was was Betsy a companion? Was it a partnership? Between you guys, when you at the time, no, we were just having fun together. We had a lot of fun together. We played tennis too. She played tennis as well. All oh, right, that's how I actually met her. My my formative years have been spent just playing tennis. Mm. Everything around my life was associated with tennis in some way or the other. My friends, my friend circle, the whole fitness things come from comes right. from there. My discipline, the way I've lost and the way I can handle defeat because I just kept on losing. Right? How much can one person keep <laughs> on losing all his life? I, I just want to toll on my self-esteem. Then <laughs> I, so just, I just want to go back to the whole thing that we spoke of Betsy being your first better half. Do you know where the phrase "better half" actually came from? Have you? Ever I thought, thought it was mispronounced "bitter half." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it's, no. a, it's actually used in that. Uh, do you know the context it's used in? Better half. No. So it's actually a phrase. The phrase "better half" was originally not used in the romantic context. <laughs> in actuality, it actually referred to a dear friend. So oh, that makes sense. The allusion then used by a Roman poet was to a friend. So dear that he or she was more than half of a person's being. It's very strange. Very nice. That's how it should remain. Yeah, but you complicate by getting married, right? <laughs> Don't look at me. You did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so first marriage, and then whatever you guys parted ways. Yeah, uh, we'll get to whether you guys still talk. And later, maybe no. My first wife and I, we don't. But At I all? met her, or uh, I think uh, two, two and a half years ago. Mm. I met her friends. I know. I, I know. It was insisted. very. It was very emotional for you guys when you met. Of course, you both broke down into tears because the first divorce. I was in pain. Okay, I did love her. I mean, I know your. My pain also came from the fact that it's unfair for her. But I wanted to part ways, and I was selfish. But you're a very happy-go-lucky person. So, like, I know for a fact that that's exactly what I did. Happily went away. <laughs> No, but la, I, la, la, la. you always maintain good relationships with such people. Like even after, I'm surprised. To hear I would have surprised to hear that. I would not. have if not for if not for Aditi, my second wife. That came from Aditi. She said there are certain ties, especially when it comes to a divorce. You cut the umbilical cord. Mm. Was where she, the school, her of school of thought. Do you do you do you agree? I with that? don't know. I don't. But it was a practice. Then somehow I never got in touch with her. Otherwise, I am not the guy. You're right. You've Got me absolutely right. I would not want to severe mm. ties and not speak with people at all for right. any reason. I would always like to keep in touch. I I would not bear any grudge or ill will. Let's move to then you got married a second time. Aditi, Aditi, you guys, you. yeah, Aditi, you guys, yeah, in great. Term, I know you today. guys are. I know you guys are. She's you a know her darling. I know she's her a darling. Yeah. You guys seem 
Yeah, I know you do. And the thing this crazy thing you guys are divorced but you still speak every day. Every is, single day a video call. Every single and day. And you guys are best friends. Yeah, like, yeah, we are. The best of friends. If at all I can see clearly without any doubt to be with someone else in the future, it would be her as a companion. Mm. We will not get married again for sure. Right? Let's actually talk about that. Okay. Com- being a companion mm. and compatibility. I mean, there's a popular phrase where you say that you don't merely want a lover, but more a partnership. Somebody you can travel with, somebody you can hustle with, yep. somebody you can build with, somebody you can grow with, somebody yep. you really want to live with. I find that that idea more attractive than ticking a criteria off a list. Is that the case with Aditi? Yeah, she's all of what you said. I can spend hours with her. We can have a good laugh. We can watch movies. We walk together. We can jog together. We exercise together. We sit and chat. We can go to friends' parties. Right. It is not that she can do what she wants to do. Right. We have that kind of freedom for each other, and she will let me do what I want to do. It's that kind of love. There are no holds. There are no conditions. This is unconditional. Oh, it's unconditional. It is. She has conditions. Somewhere in between, I think I've just transformed and changed my outlook about life, and um, I didn't believe in any one single relationship at one point of time. Even now. What do you mean you didn't believe in one single? What, what does that mean? I thought, at least for me, I I get bored too easily, too soon. So, so this whole thing where you said that you guys are compatible. You know how some people say, "I'm madly in love. I'm, mm. I'm blinded by love. I'm mm. lo- it's love at first sight." Do such things exist? for you yeah you love is that? love is blind marriage is an eye opener <laughs> that existed <laughs> all throughout my life <laughs> no but have you ever you've been no, blinded by love no i don't think so like if somebody tells you you got to do this like you know like when aditi said that i don't like to be told it, it it violates my idea and sense of freedom to be i don't like to be told actually aditi and i suggested by aditi we did a course called iseps indian society for applied behavioral science i, know, I realized yeah. at least if not often for all human beings at least in my case mm. it's the tone in which something is said and i think that's what i disagree upon and that i i it makes me rebel i asked in a different way i think i will mostly be a i think i think i figured out why you got divorced like <laughs> <laughs> why somebody told you that you have to get married you're like no i'll get married <laughs> and now i'll yeah. rebel <laughs> no but um i figured you out <laughs> no but she, she so she Aditi and I, um, I. This is very strange. Let me just tell this on you know, your podcast. People, by the way, was, why did I divorce? Aditi? That's the thing. Some people, it's very. I, I want to get to that. I know the reason for that, and we've spoken about it in depth. Yeah, we've actually not spoken about a reason that you and Aditi got divorced. So why did you and Aditi get divorced? Ah, uh, because uh, we were not sexually compatible. So and I know this, but uh, to hear you say this, hormones are peaking, and you need sex. The libido is high, mm. and uh, in my case, she was okay without it. Right. and we were without it for at least a couple of years yeah because uh, she was in a different place she was in hong kong as well even when she was in bangalore with me we didn't so we had to take a call interesting and it was then back, i'm talking about 8 years ago or 6 7 years ago we had to take a call i didn't know six, you were 6 years i didn't know you were divorced 2 years into you you being divorced i think now it's been almost th- more than 3 years now exactly 3 3 and 1/2 years so like i found out and i'm like suddenly i'm like i asked you and you're like are you divorced because you guys speak every day so i just assumed you were together i didn't. i and 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 you know asked me i tell you what's even funnier Yeah, my dad didn't know about my divorce. I know, which is the I think the worst thing that you <laughs> could. It is the worst thing I know. I, and I, I, I thought, it, why do I cause them additional stress and tension? My so, sister was going through a similar divorce as well, so I didn't want to add on to their. I want to talk about how you, um, how your dad found out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
can you believe that your dad found out on so national Prith- television on national television prithvi yep. i'm not even kidding prithvi said yeah on big boss when he was on big boss he opened up about his divorce and then his dad is like sitting imagine watching tv poor guy gets like a mini heart attack no but it doesn't come as a surprise to my parents <laughs> so, anyway no. yeah we lost hope with him long back <laughs> no because my mom knew it and i'll tell you how beautiful the relationship is between aditi and i even both the families mm. both families discussed the issue we actually had about sex wow both families and and full credit to aditi for this kind of communication she has changed me as a person she's she till today is the greatest influence wow. on my life and so beautifully and positively so That's i so owe nice. that to her all my life I love how you guys are still friends man i can't do that by the way so for me when a relationship is over i have to cut cut, cut ties i don't I have c- to but because of aditi i did that i know but i can't move on like for me it's tough to move but on but you're very similar to me in so many ways but i yeah. i'm surprised that you could you say that you can't keep in touch with your ex girlfriend i find it weird like see my situation is played out very differently like you know how things played out and how things went were is like very very different for me mm. but i find it a tad bit i feel like a new person tedious. it's tedious like some for me it feels like i'm forcing it or oh, i have to keep in touch or oh, i have i've never i'll be honest i've never been the person to keep in touch mm. so when i am trying it i just feel it's very forced and i i don't want to be like th- that being said if i run into you somewhere out say it's not like i'm going to be like oh let's ignore i'm not that definitely not and i'll mm. see you i'll give you the biggest hug and things like that but no if you happen to bump into her let's say you and i are hanging and by chance you walk into her mm. your ex girlfriend right you will acknowledge her of course 100% 100% but i'm saying i won't go out of my way to text every day like how you do i don't i don't do that i'm not a guy who keeps in touch i'm saying i have no issue hmm. i know for a even fact. i'm the guy who i don't text people i hate texting i hate i hate attending calls i know i rep- i text you so much you don't reply <laughs> that's not true i'm just saying even <laughs> i don't joking. but i'm saying i have no issues with keeping in touch with people how significant on that note do you feel compatibility is I think very very significant that's the most significant thing and is there such a thing as let's let's you know saying this person is meant to be with this person this person is happily ever after they're like there you can see it there's such a thing as that people say there's something like the one if you if you don't have it it's because you haven't found it yet do you believe that there's the one waiting for you that for me i think it's other thing and we have discussed about this mm. we told each other long that's back, very right? sweet because man. we because neither of us could have sex with each other Hmm. ever so we were in an open marriage for a while i don't know you knew that i did in not know that yeah in, in a, oh. for 6 months or so wow, so what are things coming out on this <laughs> podcast so what does open marriage mean open marriage means Which you can, means you you can, can see, other, with, see other people yeah other people as well yes and we are okay about it okay so would it hurt you when she was with absolutely not really yeah oh on the contrary it would it would bother her and i hated that oh because you're like when i can i can be so cool with it why can't you help me with this okay mm-hmm. tell me if this is true to you too sure the whole possessiveness according to me mm. comes from some sense of possession to a certain thing a lust let's say we have no lust at least i have zero lust for, for me for other thing okay for you too zero <laughs> love affection yes okay. okay and hence i don't feel possessive or i don't get jealous it's like friends if you sleep with someone why would i feel jealous mm. Okay. We were like friends. So you're asking me if I feel the same way? Yeah, is when do you feel possessive and to what and to whom? I don't know. I've never been in such a situation where I've felt the need to be possessive. If your like, girlfriend steps out, if mm. you know that she has been with someone else physically? Yeah. I don't I think it would bother me. Bother you? Then your possessiveness kicks in. So my my reason is my actual reason is not 
if someone were to do that, there's why? a there's a deep rooted reason behind why someone would do that. Sure. That is what bo- the why bothers me because in in my head I was like, here's the funny thing in, in one of my past relationships where I was like, you know, I thought I was you know this was it I was going to marry this girl and you know this we've spoken about this. Yeah. But when it it didn't work out. Like you know, when when one day she picked up the phone and said, like you know, I don't think that this is working. In my head, I'm like, this is a bolt from the blue. Mm. Like I'm like, when did things change? Why yeah. did things change? Because for me, it didn't. Mm. Right, and it was. But that's the truth about relationship. It can really happen. But yeah. be glad somebody really spoke the truth. Hopefully, that's the truth. No, no I would. You have, can fall out of love, and what do you do if, the, if that happens? Absolutely. What do you do? I, like you said, you move on. Right. Yeah, that's I one. Mean, that's one way of doing it. I hate. I I don't get when people are are are. What's the word? Cussed? Is cussed the word? Like you know, you you hate the person for what they did to you, like leaving you and things like that. I find that very. You're not vindictive, are you? No. No, I'm not. But Neither am I. I mean, I, I've learned to forgive people, and that's what has helped me. In I will forgive. I, I will still. I'll make these awkward jokes about about it. That's but right. th- that's, that's, that's about a coping it. mechanism, by the way. Humor. It has yeah. helped me in good stead over the years. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's completely it's yeah. help you cope over the years. Yes, very much. In a relationship, there are three words, and I want to touch upon these three words and see how you feel about them. But before we even move to that, that whole concept of meant to be and happily ever after mm. is a beautiful poem that I came across. It's Maya poetry. All right, this is just one line that I want to read out for you, and I want to sure. know how this yeah. relates to your your life. Okay, the line goes: Some arms are not meant to catch you, love anyway. Wow. Hope you've been enjoying this podcast. Remember, if uh, you like it, like, share, subscribe. and send it to people you think who can relate to stuff like this this is all real talk so if you want to get real with us of course stay in touch on facebook instagram and twitter look for off air with k back to the podcast some arms aren't meant to catch you but love anyway yeah yeah totally i mean i can see that you still shower a lot of people with love yes i do and you don't restrict it i know when you are in love like i'm saying with the person of the opposite sex yeah because you are heterosexual mm-hmm. um yes So when you're in love I know I know you make these grand gestures and I know how how I'm, you feel Yes I love you to love making spoil these people yes I love it You do that for people otherwise also by the way I do, you do. I just love you love generously yeah. yes I you do You give I know you're a very big giver you give very generously I really do yes The crazy thing is I've never seen you not give love in any form Is this is that That's just sweet. the way you've always been You No I've changed so much over the years and it's all uh, Why is why is that so accumulation of my life experiences what I've been including my <laughs> failure from my tennis to enjoying little bit of success in radio and emceeing it all meant a lot for a person who consistently perpetually lost and lost and lost and lost over 12 years mm. small little success was celebration everything became celebration okay that's one and my divorce of the first marriage we spoke about possessiveness yeah. a while ago i was horrible possessive person psycho possessive person no i was really really uh bothered and disturbed and shaken because once i was dumped by by my first wife for another guy at that age i didn't know how i dealt with it i could have done any stupid thing as any teenager would otherwise do right at that age but fortunately i had tennis and i read i did a lot of other things but i'm just saying that is when i started training myself to give more to forgive first no matter what forgive forgiveness because that helped me to really genuinely move forward one and to train myself to enjoy everything that comes my way without getting attached and that's how i've lived aditi my second wife says prithvi this way of being you can't um, make wholesome meaningful relationships the way i live really 
That's what she I thinks. completely disagree. I don't know. I mean, I only time can say disagree. that. You're saying with the whole. I am very detached as a person. I, Generally I, I detached. Know, like, I know you. Including, are. I, know I don't visit my parents as often as I'm supposed to do. I know, and I know you like your space. You're ve- like when we say that you and I are very much alike. We're, we're very similar. That we like our space. Yeah. You're very, but you have a lot of love to give. I do. You like your time alone yeah. Yeah. by yourself. I want to get to the three C's that we've been discussing. The three first, C's. The three C's. Yeah. The three C's in a relationship and this is what well I, when I was doing a little bit of research and I, I came across and then mm. we found that actually these three concepts in love mm. they all start with C so we just call it the three C's. Okay. <laughs> so the first one being compromise mm. all right it's mm. it's the, it's the first of the three C's. A lot of people especially when you're getting married like you've seen Indian matchmaking right? Mm. The Netflix show <laughs> yeah. it's like you have to compromise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. Pe- the people who have seen it know it. Mm. Right? No, I've seen it too. I've seen, seen a couple, it couple yeah. of episodes, yeah. But compromise, do you think do you think love is compromise? And if so, how? Ideally, no, I don't I mean, I don't subscribe to that kind of love, but I know exactly what it means. More often than not, yes, there are in especially Indian marriages, for example. For yeah. example, my parents. By the way, how long have they been married, your parents, by the way? Do you know how long it's been? I know it's been a long time. I know you've lost Yeah. I know, in 300 years. <laughs> I, they've been married for 45 years and I'm saying if not for compromises, I don't think they would have stuck together. 55? 45 or 55. 75 they got married, yeah. right? 2020, that's 20 years. Oh, 45, sorry. <coughs> See, my math's clearly not strong. Yeah, clearly. Um, that's why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. So, so, so I'm saying, of course, there is a very huge element of compromise in so they compromise relationships. Of course. How so? In so many ways, I think women back then, if they had all the financial freedom, mm. I don't think they would have stuck to their respective husbands as long as they are. A lot of compromise. And I, I, so when, when Aditi and I were discussing with our families mm. as to why we need to split, and it was, a, for according to them, it is not even a reason. No sex, are So what? Coast along, things will be all right. Oh, Really? It can be alright too because my grand, my ancestors, my parents, or your parents, everyone just more often than not. If you ask, who, do you know a, a couple without any compromises? No, I do not. Actually, I do not. Interesting. Do you think that compromise leads you to kind of resentment? Yeah, I was no, just I don't think that. so. No, no. It depends on if you love someone so deeply. I think small compromises you can deal with. You can train yourself. I've trained myself to become this person today. Mm. This is not how I used to be five, six years ago. I've trained myself. I've practiced to live a certain way, to think a certain way. As much as divorce, death and marriage, you know, still has so much unnecessary stigma around it. Uh, You know, drawing back to the point where there may or may not be the one. So the stories of second chances really warm everybody's heart. I, I mean, you you went through one marriage. Yeah. Got it. I mean, Aditi. I don't want to say. Betsy, I, I don't want to say Aditi gave you a second chance. It just seems very condescending. No, but, no, no, um, no. Absolutely not. It's just uh, everything that has come my way. I have embraced it to its f- fullness. And if you were to ask me if I had, if I wanted to change anything in my life, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to change a thing because I have become this person because of X, Y, Z. Not many people feel that way, though. Not many people. A lot of people. I, I think it's lovely that you feel that way. I wish more people would feel. Like, I feel that way. I wouldn't. I've change learned it. so much. Yeah. I've become much better human being. Yeah. Because of my life experiences, 
so i have absolutely no bitterness and plus i told you i trained myself to forgive myself and mm. forgive others right it becomes easy you're light hearted then you you wake up stress free you sleep well so these stresses are away that kind of brings me to the timing of love like you know everything happens for a reason you firmly believe in that i mean personally for me i think i i am i'm also one of those people who believe that everything that you do everything that you go through in love happens for a reason yeah in a larger universe you believe in that do you think you can fall in love many times yeah i have I'm speaking from experience. Me too. Easily. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's easy. <laughs> I, I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. I, why is it that it happens only once? I have no idea. True. And I think it, it also happens in different capacities. In different degrees, sure. Different degrees. And this whole concept of someone, you know, do you believe in that whole like you know you say aditis in your life hmm. a lot of people say that this person being in my life completes me just uh, to me it feels very condescending to say that because it makes it seem like you've been incomplete your whole life and i i know a lot of people who see that as a negative you know kind of thing oh aditi i told you right she has um such a huge influence on my life mm. if she didn't come into my life my journey would have been much different hmm. having said that um as long as we were together she hmm. gave me immense strength and stability hmm. learned so much from her so uh, for me it's not condescending at all somebody completes you somebody doesn't it's okay it so doesn't? what so no. they come and do their bits and go have you ever said it to somebody like oh you complete me no i never f- i don't feel that way you never felt that way mm-hmm. but you know there are people who say that though sure yeah i don't know if that is the truth i don't know it's, it's unless you are there is a saying speak not against anyone whose burden you haven't weighed yourself if you don't if you're not in that person's shoes how do you know what that person really going through you can at best imagine what i've gone through at best mm. but only i know and i can what see it i can see it Similar sometimes with, same with you so i don't know if that is somebody's truth so be it i have i'm not fighting with anybody's truth it's, this is my truth love takes work though yes. it takes a lot of work it's i told you i have spoken to even offline otherwise right relationships are tedious yeah. of course it takes tremendous amount of that actually com- comes to my second c which is commitment mm. right i had an issue with that for the longest time i still do You still do? Yeah. Why do you have an issue with that? You you don't like commitment. Yeah. I know that you weren't always like this though. I wasn't like that. I my first marriage I thought what changed it? What flipped the switch for you? Boredom. I get so bored. Oh. So would that mean that if somebody was with someone and they were mm. completely fulfilled and they were not bored, they wouldn't flip the switch like you did? I don't know about them, but to me that's my truth. I really get bored very very soon and uh, I find it difficult to sustain with the same amount of excitement and enthusiasm every day the longest relationship i have ever had is with radio <laughs> i know that I or, know. or with mcing because with it's the very, mic, it's the rewarding mic. but beyond a point relationships it's i don't know at least for me i can see that okay it requires a lot of effort to stay and sustain yes it is tedious it, it takes work mm. but with aditi and i was very very different right because so uh, with her i didn't feel that at all because we had the freedom to be you know that's the crazy thing i think that love is a and especially commitment it's a constant choice you wake up in the morning thinking that i am choosing to love this person every day it's um, choice you make i think a, you can train yourself to do that and okay. by that choice you also put in a lot of work sure. now i'm not saying that you effectively be like oh listen 5 seconds have passed do you still feel loved yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not about that no, yeah. it's something as simple as you wake up in the morning and make a cup of coffee for somebody mm. it's something as simple as um you wake up and then you realize that oh those things i did that every single day there was not a single day where i woke up without kissing other thing and every I, single 
कुत्ते लव कैन बी शोन इन डिफरेंट डिफरेंट सो मेनी फॉर्म्स सो लव इज कांस्टेंट वर्क लाइक आई डोंट गेट पीपल हु आर लाइक लिसन वी आर मैरिड नाउ सो लेट्स जस्ट लाइक चिल एंड डू आवर ओन थिंग आई डोंट गेट दैट वी वर वेरी वेरी कर्टियस टू ईच अदर देयर वर लॉट ऑफ थैंक यूज एंड प्लीज सो वी दैट्स बिकॉज़ जेन्युइनली वी हैड लॉट ऑफ म्यूचुअल रिस्पेक्ट सो डस दैट कम डस दैट मीन दैट कमिटमेंट इज रियल लव बिकॉज़ इट 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 टेक्स अ लॉट ऑफ वर्क is commitment real love because i've heard the great cameron say uh, it is seeing the darkness in another person and refusing the impulse to jump ship that's unconditional love it is but it's also a constant love on a daily basis like you know you know that maybe there's something that you don't like about this person maybe it's something as simple as them leaving their socks on the bed but you're choosing to overlook it for the greater this thing of this person sure yeah ask your grandparents how long have they overlooked oh god please <laughs> so even go down that road 50 50 years they yes the funny thing they really are amazing i don't know how do how they do more it. than 50 years actually then they're 60 60 years sorry 60 61 it's lovely i don't know but 61 years i'm sorry i know how you like you overlook right they don't overlook my grandmom's like yelling at him for the things that she looks at <laughs> everything daily and he's yelling at her in turn for the things that he's looking yeah, at yeah beyond a point how much do you overlook i don't know maybe you have a threshold for that too yeah, and that might change so then i think it's better to speak and get it out of your system than to build resentment speaking of getting it out of your system which brings me to my third c c men no <laughs> getting it out of system <laughs> sorry it is allowed in your podcast yeah i think it's allowed that's the best part right it's not a radio so i don't have to censor what i say oh then what the fuck what i thinking <laughs> <laughs> so the third C I'd say is cheating. Cheating. Hmm. Okay. I have cheated. You have? Yeah. With Aditi. And later on I told her this see we 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 were with we Aditi or on Aditi. You cheated on Betsy that means. No, Betsy's was we were already discussing divorces when Aditi came in. Okay. So basically I think I've been cheating continuously. <laughs> Now that's because Aditi and I we have discussed so I won't say cheating cheating because um, um Oh, you talking about the open relationship time. Yeah, that's not cheating. Uh we discussed but I always held these views about marriage and sex and how this is not working for us. Mm. So I think we can look outside marriage for sex. Did But you all okay before you suggested that that hey let's look for an open relationship and things mm-hmm. like that. Did you already cheat and then come and suggest this? Yes. And how did you feel when you told that to her? Um terrible i was in terribly guilty at you, the same you were honest time. with her you were honest with her you told her that you did it of course once it was out of course we discussed in length and uh, she knows the person as well um but she is such a lovely soul lovely person the way we spoke about it like two adults as to mm. why it happened i know why i cheated why did you i loved her so much i did not want to hurt her and as i had no guts to tell her the truth and hurt her okay. although it was much later that we spoke about uh, seeking sex outside the marriage in which we agreed upon but the cheating part is a cheating part mm. it hurt me deeply to know that this will hurt her that i've sought sex outside after although we spoken so much about it and then i did it but yet she didn't know when i actually stepped out which was right. told to her much later we spoke like adults we discussed things i'm sure it hurt her i'm sure of course it did hurt her mm. but 
if she had stepped out it would not hurt me if she had not stepped out if she had stepped out too it would not hurt me because you already made the mistake you saying no even before a mistake i it wouldn't have hurt me because we didn't have sex we wanted we were like dying to have sex we were dying to have sex at least i was we went to psychiatrists i went to counselors uh, in vain mm. because when i went to them this seemed to them like i i really knew what i was doing and i had all the answers for the questions so i don't know i had to figure my own self so we did a lot of experiments we stayed apart from each other for 6 months in different houses i don't know that you didn't I you know, know that part i know about yeah. this so yeah if somebody cheated on you hypothetically mm-hmm. um i don't think anybody has has as anybody my first wife right okay so she cheated on you yeah. were you able i know you are a fool oh i was very very depressed and i was very very hurt mm. very deeply in pain do you believe in that phrase that people say once a cheater always a cheater <laughs> hope not <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know so that takes a conscious effort and commitment do you think people can change from being a cheater if you find somebody who's just yeah sure why not absolutely you can always change is he very hopeful about love Hmm? You seem very hopeful about love. Did I don't know what lo- is your definition of love. Like what? I mean, I'm always hopeful about. It. There's nothing to be hopeful at all. I know love exists in every sense, in every step of your life. Mm. There is love in this room right now. You know, I have so much love for you. Yeah. In so many degrees, in so many ways. If you're talking about being hopeful in love with a woman yes. and my me being, yeah, because. This is Aditi and I, right? We have discussed so many times. We actually made fun of it. Why do people get married till forty, forty-five? Mm-hmm. I think they should play the field, be with different people, have lots of fun. Then they will really know who they really want to be. You make better, informed, educated decisions about who your partner's partner can be. And if you want to be with this person, yeah, and then really think about marriage and settling down, which is pretty much what's happening right now with me. Hmm. So where are you, you right need, now? Um, Let's get to that. Where are you right now? Sooner or later, I would want to settle down with somebody. Are we saying? See, there's a difference between getting married and settling down. No marriage. No, no. I don't believe in the just whole like concept a, of marriage at all. I just want to like live, live with, with, yeah, live yeah, with someone. Yeah, live companionship. Someone. Yes, companionship. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Do you feel that that whole social stigma of that is? I mean, I know it's prevalent, but uh, would it bother you? No, it has never bothered me. Hmm. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm the guy who went to Big Boss National Television announcement about both the marriages and just op- just opened my book straight out. Mm-hmm. I was a culture shock to the Kannada community, but people have loved my honesty and sincerity. They they want to be that person too. And it all it takes is courage. It takes courage to build character and it really and to admit. Don't you agree that it, I think it takes a lot of courage to love after being Honest. hurt constantly if you've been Hurt again and I again. don't know I for me no I don't think it takes courage to love not for me so you live your you wear your heart on your sleeve I wouldn't even say that I've been with a few people mm. I've loved very few like that no it's easy it's not so difficult for me but the, the difficult part is to sustain and be there longer that's that is that's my, the tough part that is my tough part your tough part right some people for you it's easy you seem to be doing it often <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a, and I your think girlfriend is sitting in the room. Hey Kasturi. <laughs> I'm a very I'm a person who is um do you always want to be in a relationship Karan? Seems like it, no? <laughs> you know what that was the first thing my psychiatrist uh, a counselor that I went to long back when Aditi and I were discussing this whole 6 months break and yeah. open marriage. She said Prithvi look at the pattern. Patterns often repeat. My pattern was that yes I always want to be with somebody. That was also kind of a turning point to actually be aware. 
you do a lot of things without awareness and your patterns keep repeating because you're not even observing once you have some awareness maybe you can do something about it but some people don't Change. want to do anything about it some people just that's like okay. that's like the patterns that's your call but i'm saying are you even aware all my life i, I was always with a woman matlab i was never single ever so i i was i was thirsting to be single for a while and I've enjoyed it now. It's been nice. 5 6 years. So now you've kind of come to that consensus that you want to live in with somebody, you want to settle down with. In somebody. course of time maybe I I just feel so because mm. I think you like the companionship. Yeah, as I as I get older and older I think the need will be stronger and stronger. Mm. Right now it's all right. It actually brings me to my next part which is have you heard of love languages? Love languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's one of the most beautiful concepts of love that I've come across and I'm itching. love languages. Yeah, love languages. Okay, so love languages is a really popular tool making the rounds on relationship management, all right? And just understanding your partner and how they communicate their love. It's actually the origin of it lies in a book which came out in about 1995 mm. uh, by Dr. Gary Chapman. It's called mm. The Five Love Languages. Okay? So I'm going to tell you the five love languages and mm. you have to tell me how belong, yeah how you give love and how you receive love Let's everybody gives it. love in one way mm. and everybody receives love in a certain language sure. sometimes yeah. they are the same you know language sometimes it's not okay, okay. interesting so the first love languages was and you promise you'll you will admit yours yours too i i'm still in process of figuring this out but really you yeah. haven't figured no i'm not but um, does your girlfriend know about this yeah she does <laughs> Oh, great. I know my love languages. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know your language. Okay, that is uh, Kasturi I'm speaking to his <laughs> girlfriend. So, okay, the first love language mm. is words of affirmation. Okay? So these are words mm. that build up your partner. So for example, verbal communication is one of the most utmost important things yeah. for your partner's love language, right? So I have to physically maybe sometimes say, you know, you look beautiful. Yeah. I love you. Mm. That's a beautiful dress. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. All right? Mm. Second one is acts of service. Mm. All right, where actions speak louder than words. So mm. it could be something like cooking a meal, doing laundry, picking sure. up groceries, yeah. medicines. Mm. The love language requires thought, it requires time, it requires effort, mm. and these um gestures are considered an expression of your love. Mm. All right? Mm. The third is gifts, receiving mm. gifts. Mm. All right? So this mm. love language, it's not necessarily materialistic gifts. Mm. It means that you know a meaningful thoughtful gift can make your partner feel appreciated sometime you know as simple as like you know you're picking up pizza after a long day if your partner Got loves it. pizza yeah. okay. things like that so yeah. acts of service is where you show your affection by performing actions hmm. to help your partner sure the fourth is quality time now quality time is all Whoa, about oh favorite <laughs> oh no sorry not that kind of oh, oh yeah wow. no 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 <laughs> that time quality time so quality time is about undivided attention you're speaking about the divided attention <laughs> Okay, I'm okay. divided attention. Okay. It means no TV, no smartphones or any other distractions. It means your partner's primary love language is that they want to be included. They don't just want to be included in what, you know, mm. the quality time that you're spending with them. They want to be the center of your attention. So every time a date is canceled or a time is postponed, or you aren't present during that time together, it can be extremely hurtful for your partner. <coughs> they feel underappreciated. Okay. All right. The last one mm. is physical touch. So physical touch actually speaks to people whose love language is this. Like it, it need not necessarily mean over the top like PDA, mm. but um, 
Yeah, yeah, affectionate, touching every now yeah, and then. Yeah, it can mean, yeah, you know, holding hands, yeah. cuddling, hugging, mm-hmm. kissing, yeah. things like that. And those yeah. are officially the the five love languages. So it's also important to bring to light that every person has two primary love languages. Good, I was just wondering. Because yeah, you, it's, it's, you, you have almost all of it played yeah. out in your relationships in yeah. so many ways. One that you express your love through and one that you like receiving it through. Uh, which are your two primary love languages that you love giving love in? Touch for sure. Physical touch? Yeah. A lot of it, yes. So hugging, cuddling, kissing. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of it, yes. For sure. That's, That's the number one? Uh, no, let, let, let me just... Uh, so I'm going to recap the, the, the thing for you. So Words okay. of affirmation, like saying... Is that a, my primary? No, but I, I do. I'm also... Yeah, but there will be... It. See, it's not that one is neglected. Even I'm figuring it out too. Yeah. It's not that... That's for sure is one of them. Right. And acts of service, like, you know, making a meal or picking up groceries, medicines, things like that. That is out. No, that's out? That is not my primary. Really? Because I'd find that you do it so much. You you give a lot of, you know, you, you see something that somebody might like, you just pick it up for them. I have. The third one is receiving gifts. The fourth one is quality time. And the fifth one is physical touch. So you said definitely. My, you're saying everyone has two primary love languages. Mostly. Right? Mostly. For me, I think it's touch and um, words. Words. Words of affirmation. Yeah. And how do you like receiving love? I, I like it in the same form too. Touch and words. I don't like receiving gifts and I'm not too high on that and yours so I think the way that I give love will be acts of service for sure I think even you have words of affirmation no at all no words of affirmation are very immaterial to me um, wow acts of service for sure and and um, maybe verbs of, words of affirmation might come in second in the sense that actually no the second might be quality time and I'm not saying undivided attention hmm. it's just quality time but yeah and we talk about giving love right so now receiving love I like same acts of service same same acts of, acts of service and I wonder if it's the same what you give no, is for what some, also what you want to no receive. some people like doing you know doing acts of service but they like receiving materialistic gifts for the same mm. there are a lot of different combinations for me the same I had to pick two because you asked me to, but otherwise I see doing most of this. Yeah, but there are always two which you Maybe I think feel my, strong yeah. in. Yeah. So if you're in a situation where you have to show love to a person who you care about. Words first. Easier, faster, quicker. You, ca- you can't go touch anyone. In <laughs> so I think, I think words it comes naturally and faster and quicker. You can get into trouble. <laughs> I said no my but that's my love language I'm, what, I just touch, it is, please don't mistake me this is my love language hello <laughs> doesn't I don't think it works <laughs> and on that note I think we should come to a close with this yeah do you have any questions for me before we end what does your girlfriend think you spending nights in my house so often because K does spend a lot do. of time in my house he used to now because of his new girlfriend, I don't think he's doing it. COVID nineteen is oh, my new go, girlfriend. Oh, let's go. Watch out. <laughs> oh, I got I got a tap from Kasuri as well. His, his girlfriend. No, that was just a fun question. I mean, do I have a question for you? You don't have to. No, I don't think so. Have you had fun? Yes. Nice set of questions. Um, clearly not yours. Who came up with this? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's my good one. I'm, I'm so glad I was part of this. It's nice to have. Uh, I like good conversations. I do. It's a nice one. I do. Thank you so much for being part of this. This is up my alley. These kind of conversations than politics and other things. Thank you for nice. this amazing conversation. Thank you, Kay. I hope that you share your love with a lot of people out there because I know you have so much to give. I wish the same to you as well, and I see that you are doing the same. Thank you. My love to you.
And there we go. That was a lovely episode with Prithvi. I have thoroughly enjoyed this. If you have, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, give it a share. Uh, drop a comment if you can. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can look for Off Air with K. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. And we've got so many wonderful things that we want to talk to you about. Uh, you can, of course, subscribe to us on all our various platforms that we are streaming this podcast on. But a big thank you. This podcast does not happen, will not happen, without uh, the love and support of my co-writer and uh, just most all-around amazing person, wonderful Miss Kasturi Navarkar. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We've got more coming at you next week and I'm so excited to share this conversation with you and I'm so glad that you're part of this. Come back again soon. Next week, gratitude. What's that all about? It's coming up. Have a lovely, lovely day. Take care of yourself. Bye.